Welcome to the Not Quite the Afterglow podcast, your chance to see inside the mind of a British 40-something man and his 30-something wife. Not your average couple, but then this is not your average podcast. Hey guys, you're listening to episode 13 of Not Quite the Afterglow. My name's Richard. And I'm Chloe. Welcome to another week of the show. 13, is this lucky for some, unlucky for some? I don't know. I haven't wandered any, under any ladders and seen any black cats anywhere today. So You haven't got lucky, so this is technically a I never get lucky. no afterglow afterglow. No, I never, never get lucky. That's reserved for... Who's the guy who has the song, Get Lucky? The guy you like? For, oh, Pharrell. The man boy. I do. I do have a soft spot for Pharrell. He has he has amazing skin. Well, he obviously looked, he's amazingly talented. But he's but really small. He's very talented, and, and he has amazing skin. Is he, he? He's just slightly younger than me. He is ever so slightly. I don't know. He seems to wear his age slightly better than you do. But I have what, to is, say. what is it with these funny hats? He looks like some American Boy Scout with this wide-brimmed hat. He always wears his hat. Says the man who formerly wore red, uh, red I fedora. Wore, <laughs> before I wore red fedoras, I wore black fedoras. In fact, there's photos of me wearing them with you back in the day. And funnily enough, I, I, like hats. I was actually wearing, because I have a, a little black fedora, fedora type do. hat, and I was actually wearing that today. Were you? Yeah, I, uh, I have this thing, anyone who knows me, on the school run, not so much this time of year because it's cold, but uh, is it just during you're having a, a bad hair day, or it just means I haven't had a shower and washed my hair. Basically, it is. <laughs> if you ever see me picking the uh, taking the kids to school in the morning and I've got a hat on, and it's not like a in the winter and it's a winter hat, that means I I really haven't had a shower and washed my hair. So baseball caps in the summer, guaranteed, haven't washed my hair. The only time I ever wore baseball wear a baseball hat is if we're away in the sun somewhere. Yeah, on on holiday. Yeah, yeah. stop my head sweating. And I think that's. Probably because you've got quite a big head. I have got a very big head. My fedoras are all custom made for me. When I when I started work at yet unnamed, very very large American corporate, there was a very very small American corporate the first time I worked there. Um, their logo is a scarlet coloured fedora, and they gave me a company fedora when I started, and it didn't fit. It was the largest one they did, and it was too small for my head, so I had to have them custom made. You know what they say about men with big heads? Big hats. They need big pillows. Is that what it is? <laughs> I thought they said men with big heads have big hats. I thought that's what the thing was. Yeah. By the way, if anyone hears clinking of ice cubes, apologies. It's been a long day and I've got a whiskey cocktail on the go. Now, he says it's a whiskey cocktail, which immediately to me says, disgusting, I wouldn't go near that. This is actually a cocktail. I, I can't remember whether we t- talked about this in one we of did. our We did. We went to London and we, we went to a cocktail bar. We, we kept the place open until two o'clock in the morning. Yes, we did. Not that we make a habit of these things. But uh, we had the most amazing cocktail then. We were very lucky that they gave us the recipe. So we've kind of shaped it in our own way. Yeah, you're just doing a token clink of the drink there. Um, but, uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, we've we've remade this drink at home and, it, and it's really nice. And so uh, Richard said as a, as a Christmas treat to you all, because we are in the festive season the now. Festive season. He will uh, put together the the recipe. It's fantastic. It is just like licking a, the bark of a Christmas tree. Well, no, because then it's like pine. Like well, I don't know. I, I think it's it's a fantastic cocktail. It's, I mean, the glass to my right has about five measures of whiskey in it, and about three measures of sherry, and lemon juice, and almond syrup, 
Angostura bitters basically if and you, chai tea. When I saw the list of the ingredients, I, I was like, well, I don't like that and I don't like that and I don't like that. So I will not like this whatsoever. But and when I'm, you drank it. But when I drank it, it was, it was fine. And then, you know, when I drank it, when it was made with home measures, so it was a bit strong, you know, and it catches the back of your throat. Yeah. Uh, after a few sips, I, you know, could be drinking anything. Well, we've drunk, I've drunk half a bottle of scotch since Sunday, making that cocktail, which is slightly worrying. Yeah. Hey-ho. It's even it's, worse if I'm a, the one it, who has to wash all the stuff up afterwards yeah. and get sticky. Yeah, a bottle of scotch a week is a bit, of a, a bit too much. Anyway, so... We will we will put the uh, recipe on the Facebook honestly page. it is fantastic it, it it is one of the most awe inspiring cocktails I've ever had in my entire life and it helps me sleep which is good yeah and as I said we are in the festive festive period now we it are. is now December we are now in that sort of crucial... although Christmas trees have been up since October in Debenhams and other stores yeah well I see this is the thing I think we spoke about this before about when to put your tree up and stuff for me you cannot put a tree up before. December, like it has to be at least December before you put it up. Shout out to my friend Tom who was driving around country lanes tonight trying to find a Christmas tree in the dark. I don't know whether he had a ha- hacksaw or something, whether he was going to go and steal one. Not quite. Just sure. like on um, one of those real missions to get a tree, like on national lampoons oh, where they go. Tom's a trier. He 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 would definitely be out looking. Yeah. Well, do you know where I I had to look in the depths of our loft. You went to the wrong side of the loft as well. I did. I spent ages moving stuff away so I could get into the loft. And then when I did, I opened the the sort of hatch a chink and uh, shone the torch bit from my phone in there and thought, nope. I remember I I put it around the other side. Can I just go on the record? Married men, we don't pay our wives enough compliments. We. Is this you or is this the drink talking? No, no. Genuine, genuinely, genuinely. Genuinely, maybe it's the drink talking. <laughs> genuinely, genuinely, um, we don't because it's a mystery how my clothes go from the floor, the floor to hanging back up clean, and it's like this miracle fairy that makes things happen. But also dresses the children and gets them to school because I struggle. And dresses you. <laughs> and dresses me. Do, Remi- not, not undresses me, but Re- dresses reminds me. you of things like maybe wearing a greenish pair of trousers with a reddish pair. Look, I am completely incapable of dressing. No, hang on, I was dressing as an elf. <laughs> maybe that, maybe I was being festive. Seriously, guys, I mean, we're, we're very lucky when we we marry the dream woman who can make sure that we don't die of botulism or get found in a in a pool of our own bile by by a member of the public somewhere. We're very lucky when we meet the woman who ensures that we both mentally survive life but also are dressed capable of eating a, a meal that isn't baked beans on toast but you you madam you've pulled a blinder not only have you built a child's full-size bed this week on your own without a spoon because normally you build diy furniture with a spoon not a screwdriver one, one time i assembled a, a bedside table and i didn't have a screwdriver so and used i used the end of a spoon and it was fine but anyway okay so while i was at work the other day while i was at work in my office in uh, london um i came home to find that you had not only moved a couple of child's beds in different rooms, but you'd also built a complete bed from scratch. But also, to your left now, is a complete drum kit, which weighs a huge amount. I mean, there's, a, there's what, seven or eight big drums there, plus all the hardware, plus all the bits and pieces, for all the drumsticks and everything else. And you lifted it all from 
downstairs, up two flights of stairs, and you put it away for me. I did, very neatly, because do you know what? I was just thinking after maybe a month of being in the lounge, it just didn't go with the festive decor. <laughs> yeah, but th- there's another drum kit the other side of where we're sitting, so there's like two complete drum kits, and you did it all, because I, I, I put a mental note that I should do it, and you did, you, you I, lifted I, it. I was, I was Wonder Woman last week, I you did were. do everything. I mean, so you're fantastic, I'm very, very grateful. Yeah, I always say it's that thing of, you know, remind me how much a fish needs a bicycle. Well, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> we can be replaced by things with batteries. We're, we're not, we, you know, we're fully aware that we're well, fallible. That, I have to say, so can we now. I, there seems to have been a lot on the... Um, no, it doesn't chan- have- Channel 4 have been uh, running a lot of programmes about robotics and robots and stuff, and they've had a lot about, um, about female robots and uh, <laughs> the roles that they can fulfil. The sex robot things. Well, do you remember we saw that film? What was it, Lars and Lars and the Real Girl? Lars and the Real. That was a fantastic. That film. wasn't about like a sex. It was like a guy was, who it, had a sex doll. It, he did, but he didn't. And have he fell sex in love with, with it. No, 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 no. Well, was, I, I'm no doubt he did, but he didn't see it. No, it was about. Companionship. It was a touching film about a guy whose girlfriend left him. Th- and he ordered a sex doll on I don't know the if a girlfriend... I don't know, but I think he was just very alone and stuff. But Didn't his he brother, maybe only uh, live with his mum or something? No, I think it was his, it, Yeah, and his brother, his, his brother and his sister-in-law lived next door. Yeah. And they were slightly worried that there was this guy... Who was living, all by himself and he... Living with a sex doll. Yeah, but then everybody came to realise that actually this, this doll was just his companion and his friend. And then as it got to the end, they sort of engineered this scenario and he played along with it where the doll was actually Dumping ill yeah, yeah, yeah. and right. then I don't know whether the doll died or something and then he just was able to move on and it was basically it was a tool he used it as a tool to sort of come out of himself hmm. I guess I'm not against the concept of these real dolls these sex dolls at all I'm not against it I think I think they're beautiful works of art I think they're fantastic I, I worry about the people who buy them I just but if um, they didn't buy them there wouldn't be a market for making them better and better and you know, maybe with artificial intelligence one day we'll, you know, we won't. Maybe, maybe it'll cause a population slump. Maybe, maybe people won't get married. They'll just get a, you know, a Ken doll or a love doll or whatever. There was a, as I say, I, I didn't watch this program, but there was a guy and he was married, but he had, I think, several dolls. And you know, like in in some aspects, I think he was put in this position of like, you choose me, the wife, or you you choose the doll, and he kind of chose the doll. I can sort of get that in some ways, but I mean, you'd never wear a Sunderland shirt in bed for me. No. I could get a sex doll. And sh- I could put a Sunderland shirt on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. So I've got a business case for justifying buying one. I could probably put it through the business. Not going to get one. But my point still remains is you can get your doll to do the things that your wife can't or won't. <laughs> Wearing a Sunderland shirt in bed. Okay. <laughs> not to be nondescript. But my point still remains is that, you know, these, they're not, they're, they're not like made of latex anymore, are they? They're sort of like these sculpted, you can get, you know, interchangeable bit. Not that I've ever researched this, I've just Somebody, read it in The Guardian. Someone was saying effectively it is just a fleshlight on legs. Agreed. Go Google that if you don't know what a fleshlight is. But uh, I just can't get my and, head around the whole concept of flashlight. It's just weird. It's like a beer can with yeah, lips. There have been some people who've been like, oh, you know, about women being replaced or or whatever else by these things but women I are just like bring it on but no i i guess <laughs> more, in a, more time for shopping in like a, a, a uh, in a sexual way and stuff but i don't think that women can be replaced by them in a sexual way any more than a man can be replaced by, by something with batteries yeah 
you know, I there's there's a whole thing that goes round it. I think I don't know. It's a it's a it's not something I can really uh, get my head round. No, I, then, I mean I can't get my head round it, but it, it, it sort of it sort of makes me realise that technology moves apace and technology moves on and on and on, and then you know we go from static love dolls now to humanoid robots so what next in 20 years time will they have humanoid robots that do marital chores Mar- chores marital chores marital i didn't mean marital chores, chores. <laughs> marital yeah, duties no. <laughs> what's the word not duties but they're chores. not marital unless you're married to them so well, that, that brings up a whole new thing. more people spend time with their mobile phones than they do with their husbands and wives so there's only one one logical step but but I communicate with you on my mobile phone quite a lot, so I. You do, but that, then I, I have an office, I have an office down the bottom of my garden, about our garden, and you do send me flashes over the phone of whatever they are. I don't mean flashes like you flash me. No, we. I mean we <laughs> well, have this no, technology I... where you can send me like a flash and a news flash or something over the phone. To, to be fair, I have said on the podcast before. No, you I do, do occasionally I do send flash you me. Flashes, you do, you do flash me. No, we have yeah. we have this uh, true caller ID thing, and you can send flashes to someone's phone. So sure. Basically, if they're on a call or something, it's not like sending a text. It just it does all this crazy stuff. So they literally cannot ignore you. <laughs> yeah, it overrides the lock screen, which is presumably is a, is a security issue. And it uh, just hey, and what was it? I just I sent you an octopus earlier. You did, and I couldn't get my head quite round why you sent me an octopus, but there you go. I just, I wanted to know whether if I sent like an emoji, it animated or something, but actually it was just an octopus. I was recording video in my office today for my staff, and uh, you came in and found the office. I have these great big studio lights, so I can record stuff. It's lit up like that. To be fair, you know, our neighbours from like four or five houses could down have the seen street down could have the seen because it was yeah, pretty yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. well lit. Big studio lights while I was recording. And um, they throw they throw out a lot of heat. I didn't need the radiators. That stuff, that was... When I finished recording, I suddenly realised that I was I sweating was in places that I didn't know existed. I thought this was going to be a confession that it was so hot in there that you were basically doing it in your underpants and a shirt. Oh, I should have done it. In my, do you know what? I could make a fortune doing porn. Hairy porn for, for, for men who like bears. That's what I could do. You could. Oh, I could. Yes, well, you could have done last week. Now... Uh, as, you, as you're aware, it is now December, but previously we were in November, and a lot right. of people participate in the No Shave November, or I don't. or, or Movember, which uh, where you you grow like uh, a mustache and stuff, raising um, money for the uh, men's prostate cancer t- charity. I forget what they're yeah, called. Yeah, whatever it is, the Movember um, Don't Shave. Yeah. So, and randomly, Richard will sometimes do this thing where he like starts to grow a goatee basically it means he's like shaved and he started to grow a goatee and then he'll come downstairs and i'll say you've missed a bit when you're shaving as in like go and shave the rest of it off but last week i didn't put up any fuss so for about a week i think you it was about a week you started growing a goatee but but my 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 not shaving for a week is most people's not shaving for three weeks because i have very very strong beard growth yeah, I mean, there's a whole demographic that would have found you instantly even more attractive than oh, you, than you are. Oh, definitely, definitely. I was uh, not in that demographic, I'm afraid. <laughs> one of my friends, Thomas, in the States, he he was growing a beard last for, for well, I think, most of November. And uh, bless him, you know, he grew a fantastic beard, but I probably grew the same beard in about a week that he grew in, like, three. But with more grey. But with more grey, yes, I am a lot more grey. He's a couple of years older than me, but I get greyer. 
It's because it's living with you. That's what it is. You turn my gray, turn my beard gray. Oh, do I? Well, I uh. tell you what, you, I do. I do not like the the sort of scratchiness. I don't. I'm not a beard lover or, so or facial you, hair you, lover. Before before I met you, long before I met you, I used to have a full beard. I mean. Well, I, well I was effectively a child, I think, because uh, you were in your teens. I was about 16, 17, so you were eight? Yeah. Yeah, so when I was 16, 17, I used to, during school holidays, I used to grow a beard. And sometimes in school, I used to grow a beard, much to the annoyance of the teachers. And um, I must have looked a complete idiot. And I think I smoked a pipe as well. I did, I smoked, I must have looked, I wore a flap cap, playing golf, Smoked a pipe and had a beard. I must were have looked at it. And I was very thin. Instead of being known as Richard, thin. were you just known as Dick at that time? I've always by been any known chance. as Dick. Yeah. <coughs> I've always been known as Dick. But I did set this new fashion trend for me. Maybe that's where it came from. Maybe I was an early starter of this, this whole. Well, these I didn't have a top knot. Yeah, you I could didn't, never you didn't have a man bun. No, I you didn't have had, a man bun. You just no. had the hipster beard. I had the hipster beard. Um, but the thing is, for me, shaving is one of my my pet loves. I'm very I shave like a very old fashioned guy with a safety razor and a brush and soap. So for me to just miss that bit out of my chin, that's a big deal because that's like three minutes of my day that I'm not shaving. I know, but but also, this is the other thing. When Richard ever does grow facial hair, he loses like an hour of the day, the time that he maybe it's not an hour. Not, you know, he's, he's fairly quick with his shaving anyway. But once he's got the facial hair, that is it. Like, every opportunity to look in a mirror, he will Truth. do it. I mean, I remember I used to catch you... You know when you've got the little flip-down mirror on your visor in the car? Like, you, it would be flipped down and you would just... you would just, I'd catch you looking at it. I'd catch you looking in the rear because mirror. Because if you're clean-shaven all the time and occasionally you have a beard, the novelty... And do you know what? I know, and you, it you costs touch nothing. it all the time. It costs nothing. Yeah, it's it's just like... Do you know what it does cost, though? My affection, because I don't, don't kiss like me. kissing you. No, I notice you sort of, you sort of kiss face. me like you're kissing some elderly old uncle you don't particularly like. I just, I think, I don't know. I think it's probably because, like, you don't have really thick sort of lips. So, like, I'm getting beard, like, all the way down to the edge of your lip. I'm, 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 I'm demonstrating this now, but you, you can't see what I mean. But, like, you don't have... You don't have like the, the the mental picture that 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 she's painting you folks. I mean, she looks like Donald Duck the way that she's pursing her lips together <laughs> to the, on the on this microphone. It's I'm not, just it's not you an don't have like you know, I don't have Mick Jagger's lips. Be- no, no, I'm not going to have Botox either. So when you've got your facial hair, it's like right to the edge of your lips. So I can't like kiss you and not really get well. Scratched I, after a bit. about a week, I get very bored and I shave it off. So. Well, and, and the fact I haven't kissed you for a week. That was one of the reasons. One of the reasons I shaved it off was because I wasn't getting any. I think that's what it was. But I just think, like, I've I've got friends who um, have partners with beards and without beards and stuff. And, you know, they've, like, married their partner with a beard and they've had a beard for years. And then all of a sudden they decide to, like, shave it off. Is this your friend who has a beard or the the husband? The husband. Okay, I'm just and asking. And, you know, and then I remember having a conversation with a friend and she felt really cheated. She was like, you know, this isn't the man that I married, like this clean. We look younger and more masculine without a beard. I I don't know, because I think it's different. Like some people just really suit facial hair. They do. Two guys I work with, both lovely guys, both have the ability to grow beards and look very suave with it. And I don't. I look like a tramp when I grow a beard. I just I, I just think you look very bare like, you know. Uh yeah. Like when you had your full beard that time. In fact, Richard once grew a full beard. Uh, basically, way back, 
I said to him that, that he was allowed. Our first child was very young. Yeah, I said he was allowed to grow what I called a pregnancy beard. So basically, the the plan because was because you weren't going near me. That that yeah, during the whole pregnancy, I wasn't going in anywhere near him. But also, just because he can suffer with the itchiness and the annoyance of his beard, like I would suffer with the annoyance of pregnancy that you get sometimes. And uh, it didn't really happen like that. But he did grow a beard for a little while after our eldest was born. And he went away for work uh, for three or four days. Actually, it was probably more a week. Yeah, and when he came back, um, our youngest woke up and he was, I think he was about three and a half months at that time, three and a half, four months. And Richard went into him, picked him up. He just burst into tears like this hairy face. He was not having any. Of I it. immediately went and shaved it off. And he went and shaved it off. I did. He was much happier. Yeah, he he felt cheated as well. See, but and that's the thing. Like I didn't marry a man with facial hair and stuff. So once you bring that all on me, that's not who I married. I feel cheated. Probably like you feel cheated. You didn't marry a woman with hairy legs, but here we are. No, I did. I did marry a woman with hairy legs. You've always had hairy legs, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it's December. I'm not. You know, I'm not but you don't have obscenely hairy legs. One of my exes, when I was a teenager, her her hairy legs were like Brillo pads. It was horrible. Yeah, that's... I'm going to shut up. That whiskey's probably gone to my head. Actually, yeah. Apologies if she's listening. <laughs> they no. weren't that bad. They were just a little bit like chicken skin. No, mine. Did not... I say that out loud. No, mine aren't. Mine aren't. Mine aren't that bad. And to be fair, I do. I do sort of more or less uh, keep up with shaving them. But this time of year, no one's seeing them. I'm keeping that extra layer of warmth. Do you know, I extra even Extra bought... layer of warmth. Yeah, I need it. Right, but... folks. We have this thing that we've... We've been together for 10 years. And most couples after four or five years... I mean, I, I've, I've only been in two long-term relationships. But I can guarantee that this one, because I've never been married before, this one is very different in the respect that... Um, you liked it and put a ring on it. I put a ring on it. I did. I put a. I put a ring on your finger. Yes. Um. But the, it was a done deal. You'd you'd already had my child by then. I had to marry you. Yeah, that's true. I had to marry you. Um. But we have this thing we do when we get into bed at night, which we can talk about. Don't worry. Don't look at me like that. We okay. can talk about. Okay. So we have this thing that we do when we get into bed at night, where um. I classify it as recharging, don't I? It's it's my thing. It's your bi- it's, it's, it's a big. It's my big deal for thing. You. It's a big deal for me. Where you have to put your feet on my legs, or I put your feet on my legs, or or I feet my feet on your feet, or whatever. But for me, it's a big deal. We always, you know, it's it's a bad night. Occasionally, if we've had a row or an argument about something, you don't, and I feel very left out. But for me, ninety nine percent of the time, in our married life together, we always do this thing where, you know whatever but it's it's very intimate and it's very touching and it's very mm. us and it's, it's our thing and it's not it's not like a spoony cuddle no it's not like we can have our backs to each other but like there has to be some leg and foot touching there does to be and to i be, don't like legs and feet generally so it's it's one I'm of those things person. where if you've got in bed before me nine times out of ten i'm starting it off just because i'm cold yeah, well, that's allowed. I don't mind that in the slightest. But um, it's you know I've been you know I slept in the same bed with with women for a long time, but we've I've never had that connection. I've okay. never had that thing where you do it, and, and I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's it's not a married thing. It's just you know when you have trademark things that you do with as a couple together. Yeah. Programs you watch, food you eat. Do you know what the thing that gets me about things it the that most you though, like is that you have it's you have really soft feet and I do. you have really soft hands because you just, I you don't just do sit work. on your ass all day. I do. 
and you know you're not walking and stuff and you're not doing no, manual labor. No, that's not true. I walk around London a lot. You do, but you have very padded shoes. I do. But but Still you have incredibly boots. soft hands and incredibly soft feet. Like I, do. I mean, my feet aren't horrible or anything, but well, like I don't work with year, my hands. I type, but I don't. I, it's not like I'm putting tiles on a roof or making concrete or wiring or plastering no, and stuff like that. No, you're stroking keys, aren't I you? I am, and that polishes my keys. That's why I can't open plastic bags. That's what it is. But why is one of your hands more callous than the other? One, oh, because this hand is more callous than the other because when we lived in that cottage, no, generally, generally, no, that's not for that reason. Don't make that gesture with your hand. I'm, I'm making, it's not. I'm making an up and down gesture. No, you're not my, making. Well, it's not because of that. It's not. What it is is this: when we lived in the cottage in the middle of nowhere, do you remember what I used to have to go and do outside with a big axe? Yeah. And I used to have to chop the wood and change the fire. Da, da, da. That hand has never recovered. From that, mind you, you say you would chop the wood and do the fire. You would chop the wood, but it was obviously it was usually me who would actually clean out the fireplace most of the time. No, I would be feeding the fire and stuff, and I get my hand burnt and stuff. It was a lot of the time it was me. But then who had to clean it out afterwards? Me. You were at work, folks. I haven't been to work for seventeen years. I work from home. Occasionally, I go to the office, but the majority of the time, I'm, I'm, you know, I work from home. I could. There have been times when you've come in and I've still been, you know, in the it, sitting in front of the roaring fire in my pants in the middle of the afternoon. Not anymore. We don't have fires because we have children. But yes, yeah. Oh, that's children it. can't be t- trusted with fire. That's one of the nicest things at this time of year is when you have like open fires. Like I am. A, <laughs> no, there is I nothing love, nice about no, an open no, fire. No, no, there are I, open fires are lovely. Sparks. Can I remind you? Not, we put a new carpet down at that house. And it was already had burns on it within three weeks even open the spark fires guard. are lovely when they're not in your house yes when they're in a pub when they're in a pub when they're in a or, pub or when you're in like a holiday cottage and you've got the novelty of a few days we had a 150 year old victorian cottage and it was cold and it was not cold remotely in romantic room, not remotely romantic yeah i just remember lying in the dark on the floor and hearing the wind being pulled underneath the door like the vacuum because the room was so hot and i, I couldn't i couldn't be asked with all that stuff now we there was a house near us that just had a, a wood burner installed a few weeks ago didn't they, they had a, a builders in for a couple of weeks putting a new flue up and stuff and i just thought why why would you do that in a modern house why would you put a wood burner in because it's just by the time you had a flue put in, by the chimney done, and all the hassle of having to keep it clean and replace the rope on it and all that crap, why would you do that? And next door have done it as well. They've done it. I don't, don't understand why, but hey ho. Yeah, I maybe do, it's a middle aged thing. But I, I have to say, like an open fire in a pub is just an ultimate winner for me. When you can sit there, no, and, I don't care. And you get and you having Guinness on tap is a winner for me. You you sit there with your drink and the fire is hot, and you always sit too close to the fire than you really should. So you're like really hot on one side of your body but the other side is not so warm and you get up to to go and get another drink or to go to the bathroom and it's suddenly everywhere else is freezing cold but it's just i, I just think they're, they're a magnet special. for dogs you remember how close our dogs used to lie to the open fire when we were in the cottage they used yeah. to literally almost on top of it they thought this was dogs love, always love a warm spot anytime i anytime i get off from the sofa the dog is there like straight away yeah she is she and she she does love a, a cuddle in the warm she does. We're very, very lucky. We're very lucky to have a dog who's very loving and not so much hard work either. But getting back to this whole topic of facial hair, I mean, I have facial hair. I'll add it. What about you? Are you, are you what's what's your the whole excuse? Uh, <laughs> thank you. Well, you know, I always say like I'm gonna I'm gonna wait to the to have the you menopause. Have done your eyebrows? 
Have I got any work? Have you done your eyebrows? No, I haven't. <laughs> you need to do your eyebrows. Me. Folks, she needs to do her eyebrows. In the same respect that I know that she's out of love with me when occasionally she'll reach over my side of the bed and I'll think, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in for a treat here. And then she starts pulling my eyebrows out, eyebrow hair out. And the reason being is because you've let it get out of control. And I've noticed there, are, you pulled on this morning, there are still two more here. I know, it depends where the light is. I have this thing... It depends where the light is. No, it depends if you're paying me any attention. I have this thing, like, you know, I think men, as you get older as well, like, hair starts coming where you didn't have hair before. Oh, God, yes. And it's plentiful. But So, to me, like, I don't know, I just see it as being a good wife. I have a wild hair in the the middle of my forehead, which appears. It's very tiny, thin hair, which just appears in the middle of my forehead. Which I have to get. And you have occasional eyebrow hairs that go a bit crazy and a bit long or, or like, very white and wide. So, I have to pull them out and I keep you in check with your nose and ear hair and stuff. And I just think that's part of my job as your wife. To make you know, sure I'm groomed. To make sure you're groomed. Yourself, you need your toenails clipping or you need your nails clipping or whatever. Just because I'm it's incapable just, just, of realising for myself. It's keeping you in check. Like, I can remember once. Uh, I don't keep you in check, though. A, a long time ago, I came across somebody when I was at work and they had the most awful ear, ear hair. And they weren't even, like, old like or older than me. They were they were fairly young, and I just thought, you know, did, did, your, did your wife get that close to you that you would think, well, oh, maybe just, you know... I don't know. Maybe she liked it. Maybe that was her thing. Maybe she like put her finger on it at night and sort maybe of twizzled. Maybe he just like it, it was an excuse for not listening to what she said. Like I can't hear you through my ear hair. Maybe that's why, as men get older, because I'm, you know, I'm not, men who have hairier nostrils have less chest infections. Well, yeah, because, because they're there to tap yeah, all the exactly. Stuff. So you making me shave my nose makes me an asthmatic have a chest infection. I know, but you don't want which it to increases get... my mortality risk. So I potentially kill myself just to look after myself, just so that I don't embarrass you in public with long nasal. But you have life insurance policies. So I have I'm... multiple life insurance policies and savings and so everyone's investments. a winner. Well, I'm not a winner. <laughs> so if you're if you're now at my funeral at my wake and you're listening to episode thirteen of this podcast, you know what happened, folks. She 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 knocked me off. Yeah, by a, by a chest infection. She, she made she made me get MRSA up my nose by removing all the, 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 the <laughs> retractive hairy layer. God. But yeah, I'm just saying, like, because you always have this stereotypical image of like an older couple, like a very old couple, and like the wife's all really naggy and the man doesn't listen. It's not that the man's not listening; he can't hear because his Rubbish. ear hair is so no, thick. No, 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 no. That's bollocks. I'm sorry. He's had a whole lifetime of listening to her. And he's got to a point where he either smothers her with a pillow or he just pretends to ignore her. Well, what do you excuse for doing that now then? I'm not at that point yet. <laughs> I'm sleep with one eye open. I'm not at that point yet. Speaking of sleeping with one eye open. What? I had a, a thing pop up on my um on this day memories on Facebook the other day. You did. Of when you fell asleep. Richard has this problem. I think we've mentioned it on the podcast. I do before, like to fall asleep where in the he afternoon. Likes to fall asleep in the afternoon. And this uh not, reg- not regularly, but I will just like any no, ex- just any excuse. Partic- any excuse where Sunday afternoon or whatever. Yeah, particularly at the weekend. And it popped up at the time when he fell asleep and I painted his toenails with uh with some nail varnish and that, lacquer that what well, yeah. it wouldn't come off no 
Oh, yeah. That... But I didn't know you painted it. I got into the shower and I looked down. I was washing my legs and I looked down and all of a sudden my toes looked like this shade of brown. And I genuinely thought I had I was having an embolism or something. Or that there was something seriously wrong that the blood had cut off in my foot. I genuinely thought I was ill. I was panicking like, fuck. And then all of a sudden I realised, actually, no, it's nail varnish. Yeah, I've done other things to you. Like, can you remember you fell asleep on the sofa at my mum's house and I got uh, some marker pens and I drew like a dot in the middle of your lenses on your glasses. Oh, but I didn't notice for like two hours. And you didn't even notice straight away. Or like I'll draw you like gave a dot me on new your moles. face. Yeah, I gave you a new mole with um, you, eyeliner pen. You gave me a new mole and it panicked me. And it really it really was just eyeliner pen. Yeah. So I just like to do these things to you because what I a don't luxury. do anything to you. I well, don't do, you know do anything to you. Because I don't fall asleep in the middle of the day. But even when you're asleep at night, I don't do anything to you. Yeah, well, you shouldn't at night because, you know. That's... Because why? You're my wife. It's my right. I'm man. I have needs. Yeah, well, good luck to you. <laughs> that told me, folks. Effective form of contraception. My wife falls asleep at the drop of a hat. It's like... Yeah, you know, just when I think that uh, when you're in there, I'm in the zone, and I'm 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 in there. I'm it could gonna, be worse. Oh. You could be quite literally in there, and I fall asleep. So there's there's one too. Uh, so 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 so, so so what's this whole thing where? What's this whole thing where you know? I I I think I'm a different generation gap to you. I'm mean, I'm ten years older than you, but I have a very sort of like you know different outlook on life. And you, where do we meet in the middle? Over what? Falling asleep? No, just over everything with regards to like married life. I mean, I think the general rule is my way or no way. Basically, that's kind of that's kind of the thing that I go by. My way or no way. This is why I sometimes get perplexed because marriage doesn't come with rules, and people say that you learn to find your feet in a marriage, which is just not true because we don't stand a chance. It's just it's your way or the highway isn't it it's not yeah my way or no way my way or i don't get fed well you can feed yourself clearly but i can feed myself <laughs> and what you know it'll always be the same stereotypical foods i mean i can cook a, a full meal if i want to but it'll be a sausage sandwich or a bacon sandwich or a whatever salad cream sandwich corned beef hash corned beef hash it'll be the same predictable stuff you know when you come in what i've exactly what i've eaten I always know Comfort because I, I can tell from, from the things that... To be fair, <coughs> if you cook your own food, you're very good. You will always clear up the sides yep. and wash up and stuff. But I, I can just tell from which pans were on the side. I can tell from the smell when I walk in. I can tell from like what's in the top of the rubbish bin, what you've had. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's a given. I can tell by the fact that the bread is not folded over on the end that you've had like some salad cream sandwiches. I know these things. I, wherever we've lived, whatever town we've lived, I've always ended up on first name terms with whoever runs the local chip shop. You notice that the guy in Swindon who used to get white baiting, especially the guy, the Codfather in town, he's like, "Oh, I'm May, oh, I'm Dick." You know, they all, they all, they all know me by. You know, it's like, and they've already started plating my stuff up before I even asked for it. Before I even asked for it, he's already, he's already onto it. Yeah, I'm not sure that's something to be proud of. Oh, I think it's fantastic. It's not like the old days when you'd walk into a pub and the guy would get your tankard off the side and he'd be filling it up with Guinness or Brown and Mild or whatever because we don't have that. We don't have that. Just a reflection of, of my thing. life. Uh, the people that know me the best locally are the ones who deliver for different curryer people. <laughs> or pizzas. Or pizzas. Yes, pizzas. You've been listening to episode 13. Come back next week for episode 14, where hopefully 
We'll Chloe, be getting... Chloe will have grown a beard. <laughs> Hopefully I would have shaved my legs. Hopefully you would have shaved your legs. Please, I worry about you rubbing your legs together and causing a small fire. <laughs> Do shave them because although it's, it is winter and I know you're a nocturnal animal and you like to keep warm, it's not a good look. It's not sexy. Do something about it. <laughs> well, that, that's me told, isn't it? Come back <laughs> next week. Episode 14. Look forward to seeing you again soon. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe via iTunes on your Apple device. If you are an Android user, we recommend using CastBox, available free from the Google Play Store. Find us on Facebook. Search Not Quite the Afterglow. <laughs>